Happy fucking new year, bitches. It's 2022 and welcome to a brand new year and brand new episode of Not Allowed, the podcast. We're starting off 2022 with a bang, both literally and figuratively. We're talking about casual dating and some serious dick. Today we're breaking it down. We're talking about casual sex. We're talking about some serious hooking up and how to casually date without getting your heart broken. Why you should casually date, especially if you're looking for a relationship or are planning to get married in the next five years or so and how you can also enjoy some serious a sexy time and some serious good dick all in today's episode. Welcome back to the podcast, you guys. If you're new here, hi, my name is Janani. This is Not Allowed, the place where you're talking about literally everything. There is no rules. And we talk about everything that us girls and those who identify as girls want to talk about. Things we want to talk about but are not allowed to talk about. Welcome to today's episode. Uh, Let's get into it. Okay, so I'm not one to take New Year resolutions. And I think that's been like a thing that everyone's been saying for 2022 because we just got fucked by COVID for so long that none of us want to take any resolutions. But I did make one promise and it's kind of a promise for 2022. And this kind of encompasses everything that I want to do with my life for this year. And that is to put myself first I know that sounds so dumb and so cliche, but what I want to do is I want to put myself first. And that includes so many aspects. That is such an all-encompassing sort of promise that I've made myself. And I'm kind of going to talk about that promise in relation to dating and relationships today because this has been like the theme of my life for the past month is identifying how to put myself first and what do I actually want in relationships. So I 2021 was the year that I just decided to not date at all. Like I wasn't going to date. I wasn't going to be in a relationship. It was my year of being single. I had just at the start of the year, actually the end of 2020, broken up with someone. And so I was entering 2021 with a heartbreak and I sort of just decided that I'm going to not date. I wasn't in a space to be with anyone and I was just going to focus on myself. And a lot of things happened when I started to focus on myself. And when I say focus on myself, it meant that I was going to just not date. So I guess in a way, not focus on something and focus on the other parts of my life. And so it was a lot of trying out new things. I tried out stand up. I, you know, worked on my podcast. I worked on my content. I did like a brand shoot. I did a video. It was really exciting and it was really fun. And coming out of that year, what happened was I still felt very lonely. So even though I took a promise to like not date anyone and that was like my thing, it was my single year, the loneliness was like definitely still there. And around me so many of my friends were getting engaged and getting married and all of the things were continuing to happen and every time they continued to happen 
it affected me in a slight way and it was a little bit triggering, sometimes massively, because I was still alone and I was still not fulfilled in that area of my life. After having a year of being single and solely focusing on myself, what I decided was to recalibrate, re-look at, reassess what my life was looking like in terms of dating and relationships. And I wanted to really crack the code because this has been my pattern, right? This has been my pattern for how many ever years. I will want a relationship. I will want true love. I will want a whirlwind Bollywood romance. And I will go online and date people. I would meet a few guys that would be able to hold a conversation, have an interesting conversation. And we would go out on a couple of dates. And I would start basically formulating the whole love story that was about to happen I would make this up in my head and I would think okay so he's this 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 and his life is that 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 and I would just literally structure this love story and basically wait for it to happen and I would look at every guy that I was just talking to even for a week or two weeks as a potential hero of my story And that was really problematic because inevitably the love story would not pan out as it would in my head. The person would have their own baggage, which I would be very surprised by. I'd be like, well, you're not the person that I had in my head. Why do you have baggage? Why do you have issues? And it would probably crash and burn in two to three months. And I would feel like I'm less than I'm not worth being loved nobody ever wants me I just have the bad luck like all of the very negative narratives that we all kind of tell you tell ourselves or maybe I just do but I was in that whole negative spiral and always seemingly attracting emotionally unavailable men me being anxious and honestly desperate to find the love of my life and to have finally that love story pan out I would look at every guy with the lens of this is it we get along on a very basic level he talks to me like a normal human being he isn't creepy that's it this is it this is the love story and that's not good that's not good at all and I had to really think about the way I was approaching my life and my especially relationships and I noticed that this wasn't this wasn't helping me. This is not serving what I want. And I do still, don't get me wrong, want a relationship. I want to fall in love. But I just feel like I need to put that aside just for a bit. Because what I want right now is to focus on whether the relationship is actually going to pan out. That means whoever I'm talking to, whoever I'm dating. So if I'm meeting people on the apps, if I'm meeting people in person, what I want to focus on is step-by-step whether this person is the right person for me. And obviously that's not going to happen in a few months. That's definitely not going to happen in a few weeks. And that's probably also not going to happen for the entire year till obviously this person has like built a relationship. And like I'm getting ahead of myself. But what I'm trying to focus on 
is my likes and my dislikes and really paying attention to the details of those because I get so wrapped up in a love story, right? I get so wrapped up in this idea of a relationship and how it's supposed to look comparing myself to my friends, my family, like people around me that I forget about what I actually need in the relationship, what I'm actually looking for in a partner and whether this compatibility makes sense. Like we can be compatible. Are we compatible? Is there chemistry? Is this person someone I actually want to pursue? And is this person also wanting to pursue the same things that I am? And I'm an anxious person, so I have a very anxious personality. And anxious women tend to always attract avoidant men. I'll do a whole podcast episode about this because I'm doing a ton of research about attachment styles and all of that good stuff. But anxious women and avoidant men, they go together. Keep an eye out for that episode. But I'm an anxious person. And I, because I'm anxious... I tend to hyper focus on one person and I hyper fixate on a lot of little things. And those little things to me are a result of my anxiety, right? So I will focus on, oh, he texted me continuously today or he made an effort to plan a date with me or he looks in my eyes and not my chest when he talks to me or he hasn't initiated a sex conversation yet. Like all of these little things that are honestly basic decency when you're meeting someone for the first time or the first few times that I would hyper fixate on them and then really romanticize them in my head and that's something that I think was problematic because it would feed into this structure that I was building of a relationship or of this love story so once I figured out that that was something I was doing um that's when I decided that we're going to now change the way I'm dating. And when I say we, it means me and all of my anxious thoughts. We're going to change this. And 2022 is the year that I decided I'm going to try something radical. (laughs) This might not be radical for many people, but for someone who is a hopeless romantic and also, you know, wants to be in love and does fantasize about that maybe a little too much, it's radical. The radical thing that I'm going to do is to casually date with zero expectations of a relationship. I have dedicated the past few weeks to doing a ton of research, both practical and theoretical about this. And I'm going to present to you what I found. And what I found is if you're looking for a relationship and if you're looking for commitment you need to casually date and I'll break it down so I want to start off with first understanding what exactly does casually dating mean and when I say casually dating I do not mean situationships so casually hooking up with people is for me the way I define it is I'm not going to have casual sex with one person more than once This is my rule for casually dating. Casually dating is going on a bunch of dates with multiple men with zero intention of an end result and zero expectation of an end result, zero intention of it working out at all. 
So what I want is to just focus on me and my interests and whether this person is aligning with my requirements and my interests and not requirements as in a relationship, just as a person, just as a companion, just as somebody, like even a friend. It does not include sex unless I decide that I'm okay having sex with the person. And an additional rule to sex about during casual dating is I will not have sex with a person more than once just because I know that that will lead to an attachment and that's not what I'm looking for. What I'm looking for is to date as many guys as I can and experience different people and different situations with many people. So that could be texting, that could be going on dates, that could be meeting someone. And I don't have, I'm really trying hard to have zero expectations. Now, in my mind, obviously things could turn out however. I could meet someone and I go on a date with them and I automatically click and it's inevitable that if it clicks in a way that I'm enjoying, I would definitely want it to turn into a relationship. But if it doesn't, I'm going into that date and into that experience with the objectivity that it might not end up in anything and that I'm okay with it. And that is very radical for me because it's just something I always constantly expect is for me to just end up being in a relationship and in love. And by casually dating, I eliminate that aspect from the equation entirely. Now, casually dating can look like different things for different people. For me, a situationship is when you're not defining the relationship, but you are having the perks of all of the relationships. So like sex, companionship, texting, emotional support, anything and everything that a relationship offers you, except for the the label and the commitment or the exclusivity is a situationship. Maybe some situationships, I mean, I've been in exclusively situationships um they can be exclusive all of mine have been but it's not that's not to me that's not casually dating to me that's a situationship casually hooking up comes under a situationship but casual sex is different for me that's more with different people if I decide hope I'm making sense here a a main reason why I differentiate um, a situationship from casual dating is mostly because a situationship requires an investment in my, from my side and that's not what I want here. By casually dating, I'm putting in zero investment except for effort to meet someone and talk to someone and get to know someone. That's it. That's what my expectation is for me to bring to the table and that's the expectation I have for the other person to bring, the, bring to the table nothing else absolutely nothing else if it clicks and it goes further and this is just my own rule for me if it clicks and it goes further and I start to develop feelings or I start to develop some sort of an attachment that's when I bring it up that I want to and that usually for me happens in like a few weeks if this person has been showing the same level of interest as me if we seemingly are on equal ends of interest before it gets any further for me I'll bring it up hey 
I'd like to explore exclusivity with you. That's sort of what I want. And if they don't want it, I'll know and I'll move on. So this is my goal and I'll move on and date other guys. So I will not stop dating. I will not think that I am a victim of, I don't know, some sort of curse. I will move on to the next guy and which is why I will have a bunch of people that I'm already talking to. And right now, um, that's what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing right now. I even if I'm talking to one guy, I make sure I'm not only talking to him. The the sole purpose of this decision is to meet as many guys as I can and understand as many equations and people and dynamics and really make a mental note of what's working for me, what's not working for me, what I really liked about some people and what I really didn't like about some people. And hopefully, I don't know if this is a numbers game. I really don't. And I really try to think about it because the dating apps make it seem like the more you swipe and the more you go on dates, the like higher your chances of meeting someone. And that's true. I think that is in a way true. But you just never know. You'd never have control over these things. I mean, you could be on the apps and then meet someone somewhere at a bar or a cafe and then it just, you know, becomes what it is. Or you could just not meet anyone at all and then randomly at one point something just happens and, you know, it's just too much for me. It's a little too unpredictable. Here's why I think everyone should do it. Or here's why I think single women who are struggling with the dating life or need to do it because the number one thing I have heard from all of my single friends or anyone who is single and me included is where do we go to find a guy who wants a serious commitment and is not looking for something casual and that's a legit fucking question because that's a question I myself ask over and over again and I asked myself over and over again where is a guy that wants something serious and not something casual why is that I cannot find these guys but friends of mine are getting engaged or married this is very confusing to me and I had to kind of relook at why I was wanting this and for what reasons I was wanting a relationship And it turns out I was wanting a relationship for mainly two purposes and two very problematic purposes. One was to fill a void inside me of acceptance and self-love, which is me basically wanting some other person to love me and all of my insecurities unconditionally and never, ever, ever, ever have any problem with me ever, which is unrealistic. And B, it was because I wanted social acceptance and I wanted to be on par with everyone around me and everyone around me was getting married and I wasn't. So it somehow translated as a failure, as some kind of failure or some kind of defect on my end. And these two reasons are not reasons for anybody to date. Everyone faces these. Everyone has this in the back of their head. But if you found yourself relating to what I said, those are not good reasons to date. I don't think they're good reasons at all because it's completely eliminating all the other needs and requirements that we have as individuals from a relationship. And I was paying no attention to that. 
I wasn't paying attention to if the person was passionate about his work, if he was hardworking, if he was, if he cared about his family. Like I took all of those for granted. Or if he has a good relationship with his, you know, body image, or if he has a stable, mature understanding of emotions. None of that mattered to me. All that mattered to me was, is he interested in me and does he want to be with me? That's it. Two things. And I just, it felt weird to come to that realization of how I was approaching the guys that I was meeting because basically I just didn't care as long as you liked me. And with casual dating, it eliminates that entire prospect because yeah, obviously they like me. They're going out on a date with me or they're talking to me. There's there's some level of of like there. But I don't want to put this amount of pressure on someone to fulfill me. And when that realization happened, I was like, okay, I think there's some soul searching that needs to happen here. I think there's some thing that I need to work on and find other aspects in my life that fulfill me and this void and also validate me and my singleness because those were the two areas I struggled with. And I found my own two areas of life to sort of fulfill those innate needs. And the one thing, obviously, the biggest takeaway is that I needed to work on my self-image and my self-love because here I was operating in the dating pool thinking that there was something wrong with me and that I needed someone to give me something. And that's, I think I was setting myself up for some real heartbreak and which I faced. If I give someone such an insane amount of power that they have to give me something or they have to validate something of me, I just feel like that is already setting myself up for disappointment. No one is obligated to make me feel good. No one can make me feel good, even if they were in a relationship with me. I only can make myself feel good. And so once I realized that, I really, something flipped and I was on this whole new journey of doing things that make me feel good. But at the same time, I didn't want to give up dating. I did not want to give up pursuing some sort of romantic aspect of my life because I felt... Like I was in a good headspace. So that's kind of where casual dating and the idea of casual casually dating came in because the working on self-love and the working on self-image was happening parallelly to meeting people. So, and I've been casually dating for a few weeks now and I've been really observing my behaviors and my observations and how the dates have been and I thought I'd share that with you guys because if you're like me and you're really struggling to meet people out there I hope this can be some sort of a takeaway for you um so I downloaded the dating apps the bumbles the hinges the tinders whatever have you and I set up my profile I did not say if I was looking for a relationship. I didn't specify what I was looking for. I just sort of positioned myself as this really fun, cool girl, which I am. And started swiping, started talking to a bunch of guys. And here's what changed. When I was swiping, before, 
I would swipe very selectively. So I would be very careful about who I was swiping right on. And they had to like, I was like doing a very thorough analysis of their profile and stalking them on Instagram, stalking them on Facebook. It's very easy if they put their workplace in, if they put their name. It's like, I've got like, I mean, I think every one of us has just CIA levels of uh, stalking online. And I would do my whole background check, like a whole thorough background check, which is a very stalkery and creepy. So don't do it. It's very bad for you. And it's very bad for you. I mean, it's just bad in general, but it's very bad for your mental health, especially if you're an anxious person like me. Do not do it. And also, too, is it limits the amount of really getting to know the person um, and really figuring out who they are and letting them tell you their story instead of looking at a bunch of bunch of pictures and just kind of making it up on your own. So I would do a thorough, basically investigative research and I would swipe right and hope they talk to me. And if they didn't talk to me or if like, let's say they didn't respond, I would take it personally and I'd be like, well, fuck this guy and fuck his aunts and fuck his cousins and fuck every one of them. And if he did start talking and if we did match and we did like have some sort of a connection, then I would be ecstatic and I would just be like, this is it. This is my husband. This is happening. Get ready. Now, what I do is I just, if they look cute, if they seem fun, if there's like our interests align in some capacity, whether it's movies, books, shows, you know, interests in arts, swipe right immediately or some kind of you know cultural thing they're well-traveled swipe right and just get talking and that's it we're just keeping it to talking I'm not taking it too seriously I'm not looking at their lifestyle and trying to fit myself into that box and I'm not looking at my lifestyle and trying to fit them into a box so for me it was just I'm just gonna like ease into this a lot of interesting things came up just in talking to guys Guys that I would not have swiped right on if I was doing my thorough research were fun and they were fun to talk to and they were really cool and you get to like get an ego boost at the same time really talk and learn about somebody without having your own perception of them and guys that you know would not text me back or took their time to text me back I'd just be like I don't fucking care because that's what they it, it would just be very objective and it would be very um neutral and I wouldn't take it as a personal offense because I have zero expectations and I went on a date with one guy but that one guy was sort of I mean it was one of those it really clicked he didn't want a relationship with me it's a weird story um he didn't okay I guess I should tell you this not a good place to leave you hanging but um he fit every requirement of mine like he was half south indian he was fucking everything that i was like this is perfect like he's our zodiac charts aligned he was he was as ambitious as i was this is perfect and then um he said he didn't think that we would work after two dates and i was like all right well that kind of bites because the thing is, this guy perfectly aligned my like 
marriage situation and on paper right I don't know anything about this guy we've been on two dates I don't know anything about him but on paper it felt like he just sort of matched everything and so when he said that the, he didn't think this was what he was looking for it stung a little bit and he wanted to be friends and that stung worse because I felt like not only was I getting rejected but I was also getting a compensation prize and there's nothing worse than getting rejected and then getting a compensation price because that really galvanizes where you stand with this person so anyway that didn't work out and I did cry after that date and the fact that it didn't work out because the thing is even though I knew about this dating thing and about this casual thing that I was going into it will hurt when you do like someone and they don't reciprocate those feelings to the extent that you do. And that is part of the dating game. And I am trying to accept that. I am accepting that. I'm letting myself cry. I'm letting myself feel the feelings for however long I need to. And then moving on to the next person. And just sort of, you know, putting that back in the box of cool. That didn't work. It sucked. Moving on. And I really want to build up my resilience with that because before I would sort of just crumble (laughs) when one of the relationships didn't work out. And I would put so much, like so much would hinge on this person liking me and like this working out that when it didn't, it was game over. I was fucking packing my bags taken my emotional baggage back with me no more dating ever again which is not what I'm trying to do now and I think that that has been helpful for the few weeks because I've been talking to I don't know six guys at once and don't quote me on the number because it's very sporadic nobody's interested in going out right now with covid but it's been fun to talk to like a bunch of guys i've virtual dates planned i have one physical date planned and it's been kind of nice and calming and i would never say that and touch fucking wood because i feel like i'm about to jinx this but or maybe i have who knows we will know in the next episode but it is calming because what it has done casually talking to many guys and sort of knowing where I'm coming from what it's done is sort of put the control of my emotions and my life back in my hands and it's not giving someone some stranger that I met on the internet this crazy level of importance and crazy level of power over me and what I want because The moment guys know that you want something serious, it turns them off and it turns them. Okay, sorry. Rephrasing. They get scared. It doesn't turn them off. They get scared because the one realization in all of this I've had is that the emotional maturity that a woman brings to the table and this might be a sexist comment And I'm going to try to make it as less sexist as possible. But like the thing is, I just think that women are more emotionally intelligent than men. And I am generalizing here. And if you're a guy listening to this, I'm sorry. 
you might be different, sure. But in my experience, women have always been more emotionally intelligent and men struggle to get there. So if a woman's been hurt, she sort of is able to just move on to the next person and be like, okay, well, that didn't work. I can move on to the next guy. But men tend to do this bullshit. I'm not looking for a commitment because I've been there, done that, and fuck that shit. Like, fuck that bitch. She hurt me. I'm going to fucking blame women everywhere for never. I'm never going to trust a woman again with my emotions. And the thing is, online dating is like it's rabid with emotionally unavailable men and narcissists believe me in the six guys I'm talking to like five of them are emotionally unavailable one is a narcissist so it's not like this is like funsies for me with knowing that but because I'm not that invested in in any of them I'm equally invested in all and equally uninterested in all it's great it's fun and that's for me was important because you can see the emotional unavailability you can see the toxicity of a narcissist from a very outside perspective once you have taken out the expectation um, from the equation because before because I would have this sort of energy to fulfill this they need to you know I need to be married sort of a thing what would happen is I would excuse a lot of behaviors and I would overlook a lot of toxicity and a lot of red flags just to sort of make sure that this vision of mine came to life. This script that I was writing came to life and I would just focus on that. And now I don't get to do that because I'm not building an idea of anything. I mean, it's not there. I'm I'm trying to be as not building a romance script as possible. And it's helping me a lot. It is. It is helping me a ton. And again, I do want to preface and say this has only been a few weeks. So my resilience is still sort of low. But can you imagine that in three weeks, I feel so much better about dating. Dating, something that I used to fucking hate I hated dating. I hate doing it. Well, before I hated every bit of it because everything was a rejection. Everything was a rejection and everything felt like a like loss of some kind or some sort of just disappointment. And now it feels all right because there's, I'm just talking to a bunch of people. That's it. I'm figuring out what I like. I might have sex with a few of them if it's safe during COVID I might not. I might go find new places to eat. I might talk about new books or experiences of these people and and learn. And that's it. That's all that there is. It's I'm I'm living finally. I'm living in the moment. Moving on though to the serious dick part of all of this. This is another aspect of relationships that I am trying to figure out my prioritizing level and also trying to figure out me and me in a casual sex capacity. Another goal of mine with this whole casual dating thing is to have sex with zero emotional attachment. Now, is that 
kind of a radical statement? Yes. Is that something I can do? I can't make promises. But what I am going to try to focus on and what my goal is to focus on is my physical pleasure. And what do I like? And just solely focusing on feeling sexier. I struggle with accepting bodies and well, okay. I struggle with body image and self-love and that has been something that definitely factors in into sexual relationships whether to what extent it's not really that insane but it it's there I think every woman feels some sort of insecurity in bed and for me sex is a great way to sort of overcome it because all I really want to do is just purely enjoy the physical moment just as much as I am purely enjoying the sexual moment uh, sorry the just exactly as how I'm enjoying the date and then just the conversation in the moment that's also something I want to do with sex and the thing is it does require a level of detachment but I think it's possible and I think it has been misogynistically drilled into women's heads that we cannot have casual sex and the thing is we can and I'm gonna honestly like undo all of that misogynistic narrative when I'm with someone and I know I can because I've had casual sex before with absolutely no mental repercussions whatsoever contrary to what I was raised on that if you have sex it'll just mentally fuck you up newsflash it didn't the thing that mentally fucked me up was expecting that the sex was supposed to be amazing and it was not so what I want to do is mentally detach and clitorally attach see what I did there so I'm gonna focus on the neurons in my vagina you get it I'm gonna focus on my own physical pleasure then instead of focusing it focusing on the Does he like me? Is he attracted to me? Does he want to, you know, be with me forever? (laughs) I kind of just want to focus on, I'm, am I enjoying this? Did that feel good? And I'm going to just zone and like literally meditate and put all of my like chakras. Wow. Did I sound white there? I think I sound very white there. I'm going to align my chakras. No, but I am. I am going to align all of my energy points and um, focus on an orgasm like that is my goal I am going to this is what I'm going to seek with these relationships an orgasm that is my end goal is to seek out an orgasm not a relationship just an orgasm so if anything the expectation is hey if you're not my husband if you're not my future lover if you're not anything at least let me get an orgasm out of this and we'll move on that's very, very contrary to what I've been doing before. Because before I was less focused on the orgasm, more focused on the emotional relationship. So even if you weren't going to give me an orgasm, and that's okay, as long as you're going to put a ring on it, which is so crazy to think about that that's how I was viewing all of my relationships. But hey, we live and we learn and we grow. Um, So I am, that's my, that's my 2022. That's what it looks like is casually dating. And I don't expect at all 
for me to get into a relationship in the year of 2022. I don't expect it at all. I don't expect myself to know what's going to happen, but I also know that my focus is now on myself and other aspects. And I think that that's just something that makes sense to me right now. I'm taking it day by day, month by month, hour by hour, honestly, sometimes because anxiety works in such a weird way with me that I am, I have to physically stop myself from thinking about the future. And right now, all I want to do is make content and enjoy my life and really focus on all that good stuff, as well as get to know a bunch of people. Like we've been in lockdown for so long that I honestly just feel like meeting people is just such a reward enough sometimes Um, and getting to talk to people and really expand those networks. However, Um, that's very like businessy of me. I'm just going to expand my networks. I'm going to build my networks. And um, I have a roster of people that I had a good time fucking and a roster of people I had a good time going on dates with. So, yeah, 2022, the year of casually dating. So anyway, that is all I have for you guys today. Um, If you are in the similar space that I am in, I hope this kind of gave you some perspective or maybe this is something you want to try. So if you're going to try it with me, let me know. Um, follow me on Instagram at its journey. I love talking to you guys. I love knowing about your lives and just helping you out. However, just as a friend, as a total stranger. Um, and yeah, let me know if that's something that you're going to try too. And, um, we will talk about it. I will talk to you guys on my next episode. Thank you so much for listening and joining me on today's episode till the next time. Take care and uh, goodbye.